Here's Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. He's back. Dov Baron, how are you, buddy? Come Good on. Mate. Hey, how's just punching out over here. It's just it's like feeling the, the beat. It's like the Ellen Show. We all dance now before we start. <clears throat> all right. Motivational speaker, life coach. What's your official? Official. What's, what's on your business card? It definitely doesn't say motivational speaker. No. That's a horrible thing. Just don't insult me, you complete I'm bastard. Sorry. I thought that was a compliment because I follow you on Instagram now since your last appearance on the Thank show. Thank you. And I, I mean, every time I, I watch you on Instagram, I'm motivated. So I thought, uh, well, motivated okay. and inspired, sure. Okay. Uh, my official title on my business card is The Dragonist. The Dragonist. People come to you and they want to find their dragonfire. Their dragonfire. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really what it's about is finding that part of yourself that likely got buried in the context of what you're supposed to be, who you should be, versus who you actually really are and how you can make the greatest difference in the world. This time you want to talk about uh, coming back from COVID. Everyone's coming out of hibernation. <clears throat> Well, as long as you live in Canada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you live in the States, you might be going back in the cave. Oh, God. I mean, do you, th- you think that? Do you think there's going to be a second? Oh, we don't, shouldn't even go there. Well, no. I mean, let's, it's important to yeah. go there because, uh, first of all, as I said on the last show, um, I have two podcasts. And one of my podcasts, I interviewed um, an advisor to the World Health Organization. And it's certain that there's going to be a second wave for Canada. For the U.S., the first wave's not over. So mm. there's not a second wave. There's just a new spike. I see. That's different. So it's not a second wave. It's a spike. So we're going to get a second wave because the weather will change and it's flu season and immune systems go down. It doesn't have to be as devastating and it can be actually a smaller wave because we've handled it in Canada, particularly in British Columbia, very well. Mm. And when I walk around, my American friends will talk to because most of my business is done in the U.S. People say to me, what's it like in Canada? I go, sane? Yeah. Like we're all taking it pretty sanely. But... As I want to talk about, things are not going back to normal. Normal is over. Stop saying that when things get back to normal. They ain't going back to normal, so let's forget about it. I hate hearing that. Yeah. Because I I like to think that, okay, well, we'll deal with this, we'll move on, and then we we will go back to normal. I kind of feel like saying there's... This is the new normal is like, like oh, well, it's kind of like... Well, it's you, it's you like after 9-11, up. right? Like nothing really went back. I mean, a little bit normality, but especially in the airports and, you know, taking off your shoes, little things like that. It never really was <clears throat> and that's, prior to that. That's yeah. a great example. Here's one of the things that people don't notice is that in our clinging to certainty slash normal, we don't notice new beginnings. We have a greater awareness. I mean, let's think about it. We talked about this last time. You know, the people that we've sort of demeaned and, oh, you know, you're just a truck driver, you're just a, a garbage collector, you just work at the, the, you're a teacher. My God, we'd all grind to a complete halt without those people. Now we, we recognize that. People, oh, teachers, they want too much. Hold on a second. You've been looking after your kids at home. Suddenly you're going, I love teachers. Let's <laughs> give them a million dollars a year. Yeah, yeah, the new appreciation. You're right, man. So it's awakening a lot of really wonderful stuff. That's a great point. Jordan was uh, joking about like, man, I really appreciate the guy who works behind the counter at the liquor store. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? All those things are ways for us to, to see who keeps the wheels on the bus of society and applaud that and recognize that. My concern is that we'll actually forget all that and we stop doing the 7 o'clock applause and we go, oh, yeah, you're just working. No, no, hold on a second. You're keeping the wheels on the bus. So I think this is really great because it's transforming things. There are certain things that are never coming back. So I'll give you an example. Okay. You and I, we have property downtown that is a commercial property. The price of commercial property downtown in any major city is going to plummet. In fact, if you want to buy it, and 
wait a year and a half, the prices will be incredibly, insanely good. And what's more is many of those commercial properties will become residential. They'll get rezoned into small apartments. Well, that makes sense because everyone's, yeah, they're working from home. Right, because people are working from home. They don't need to go to the office. If I own a company and I've had 25,000 square feet and I go, I only need five now. Right. What happens to the other 20? So a lot of those buildings are going to get rezoned and changed. That's one example of what's going to happen. The other thing that's going to happen is the depopulation of cities because I don't need to be in the city to work because I can work from home. Mm. So a lot of these places that were places where you go, you know, I don't, I, I'd love to live there because it'd be nice to be outside and have all the adventure of all that. But I've got to be in the city to grow my to go climb the corporate ladder. No, no, not anymore. So you're going to see the depo- uh, depopulation of cities and the repopulation of a lot of these towns like Nelson, for instance, in British Columbia is going to explode because it's got enough enough size to be a community, but it's also got enough distance and nature that I don't need to be in the city. The Kit Carson Show. Z 95.3. We're in studio with Dov Barron. We are talking about what to expect post-pandemic. Dov, what do we expect? Brilliant time for innovation. Yes. Innovation doesn't take place when things are in a boom. Innovation always takes place under stress and panic and chaos. Yeah. Because people, you know, we all know the saying, right? What's the mother of invention? Oh, I know this one. I've, I've, heard, I've heard it sounds like a song. Discomfort? It's something like, oh, I don't know, Dove. We've been awake <laughs> since 4 a.m. Give me a break. <laughs> I knew it was going to be a pop quiz. Sounds like a Led Zeppelin song, but I don't know. So. Yeah, there'll be a test later. Yeah. Yeah. So all these, things, all these things have changed, and they're going to change, and we have to become innovative. Right? Mm-hmm. We have to be innovative. We've got to look at how we can do things differently and not trying to wait until it gets back to normal. If you wait until it gets back to normal, it's over. Now, here's the interesting thing. Brilliant new research just came out in the last month out of the United States of 220 million people. So this is significant. Yeah. Values have changed. Mm. Buying values have changed. So, for instance, you know, we talked, you just said a minute ago, you follow me on Instagram now, which is great. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And anyone else, you can follow Dove Baron Leadership on there. That's great. Um, But what's interesting about it is we all aspired to be like the Instagram influencer. You know, that person who was on the plane taking pictures on the beach and look at me. I'm in this great restaurant or I'm in Bali or wherever it is. Uh, Where are they? I'll tell you where they are. They're at home in the mom's basement where they actually always were. But now they're actually really there (laughs) because they can't go anywhere. So influencers devastated by this. And part of that is because values have changed. So the values prior to COVID were aspirational. They were, I want to be successful. I want more. The values have shifted. This is from the research, not my opinion. Values have shifted now to safety Number one, safety. Now, safety means some level of certainty, something that that is going to give me safety. So if I was uh, in the investment business and I was saying, oh, well, you know, I'll take care of your stocks. If I was selling that to you two years ago or even a year ago, I would have said, I'm going to make you rich. Mm. Today, I would say, let me protect your money. Mm. The value has shifted significantly. Another value that shifted is from global economy to local economy. We, you know, we're all buying crap off Amazon, of course, because they deliver. Mm-hmm. And that's going to continue. But we're all going, hold on a second. I'm concerned about my community. I want to make sure the coffee shop is supported. I want to make sure the local restaurant is supported. So these, these are things that are changing. The values have changed. Interesting. But here's the thing that I think everybody's forgotten. 
think about anything in your life. I know uh, we talked about before that in 1990, I fell 120 feet while free climbing and got smashed to pieces. Worst thing that could have possibly happened to me was the best thing that could have happened to me. Didn't feel like it at the time, but it was afterwards. Mm. And that's the truth with all falls, whether it's you know, a, a pandemic or an econom economic one, whether it's personal or global, doesn't matter. Because in that moment, it feels pretty devastating. But in that moment, that's the beginning of the change that we all need. By grasping that, we go, okay, so what do I need to do? What needs to change? What? Because we've got to look in now, not out. Mm. When we do that, we have to pull on our own resources. We have to find out what I've really got inside. Because n there, you don't grow when it's easy. You only grow when it's difficult. Mm -hmm. We learn more in pain than we do in joy. And that's what we've got to get here. So instead of looking at this in the way we do, we need to look at it and go, okay, this is a new beginning. What is it teaching me that I need to learn? Where is my resistance that I need to let go of? Where am I trying to go back? Because it, this is a, a forward-moving society. So how do I move? Hmm. That's where the power is. Now, the other side of that is the psychological side. As you said, people don't like change. We want to hold on to the certainty. Holding on to that certainty means that we feel traumatized by change. So you are going to see people, if you're a, a business owner, as I am, you're going to see people coming back showing signs but repressing them of PTSD. Mm. People are going to be traumatized by this. Wow. And in that, there is, there is trauma with that. So by recognizing that, leaders in any form, whether you're a manager or you've managed one person or you're, you're a CEO of thousands, you have to understand the number one skill you've got to develop right now is your humanity. Soft skills are the new hard bottom line. So CEOs are always focused on the bottom line, CFOs, the bottom line. We've got to make the bottom line. The bottom line now is your people and how you handle them. That's soft skills, mm. how you are with them. It's how you show up with your people. And it's one of the things I'm saying to all, all of my leaders that I'm working with is you need to spend five minutes per week with every team member you answer, uh, who answers to you and just say, how you doing? Nothing to do with work. Don't, I don't want to talk about work. How you doing? What matters to you? Find out about the humanity of that person because that helps them to deal with the PTSD that they're going to be going through. Awesome. I could listen to you speak all day, man. Incredible. You know what's Love going it. on. It's amazing. Is there anything else we need to know? Anything you want to plug? Anything at all? You've given us some great knowledge bombs today, some real things to think about. Uh, thank um, you. Is there anything else that, that well, we can that you uh, want to say? Well, as you said, you can find me on Instagram, but you can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, all of those kinds of places. My own website is dovbaron.com. That's D-O-V-B-A-R-O-N.com. And you can actually write to me, dov at dovbaron.com, and tell me what you got out of this. And moreover, what do you want to do with this? This is what's really important. Give it up for Dov. Pleasure. Always a joy. This is the Kid Carson Show. On Vancouver's best mix of the 90s to now. Z 95.3.